Hey guys, my name is Sandra Gwines and I am your host here on The Kush Nurse. This is episode five and today we are talking about methods of consuming cannabis. I've had so many questions this past few weeks about how can I consume cannabis? I don't like smoking. So this episode is all about the different methods and also an understanding of why certain methods work best for certain situations. So tune in. All right. So whenever we talk about cannabis, the first thing that comes to mind is smoking or inhalation. And while smoking has been done since the dawn of time um, and people have consumed cannabis this way uh, forever, really, um, there are other better methods actually for consuming cannabis. So one thing to know about smoking is that if you are rolling a joint, a blunt, um, if you're, you know, smoking it that way you're consuming carcinogens. If you're using flame to burn it, um, you are using carcinogens. It's burning uh, the the herb and then you're inhaling that into your lungs. So it's not necessarily the safest or cleanest method, um, but it is effective if you if that's all you have. Um, but one of the recommendations if you are someone who likes to smoke or likes that feeling of um, smoking. You can use a herb vape, and what that does is it will uh, heat the herb for you um, in a convection oven or a conduction uh, device, and that will put off a vapor that you inhale. And they have very small ones that fit into your pocket um, and very large ones that are for tabletops. Um, so there's lots of different methods and ways that you can consume you know, that smoke or that vapor. Uh, the vapor is preferable because when you're using um, any kind of vaping devices and you're not getting those carcinogens in. I will say that the oil vapes, which are the ones that are most controversial right now that everyone's talking about, if you're getting them from a legal dispensary, um, they have a better way of tracking uh, what's in these products. They should have lab results and ingredients and all that for these products. And you as a consumer should be able to request those. Um, I don't love oil cartridges. That's just a personal preference. Um, but I feel that they are safe if you're getting them from a safe source. So the issue with inhalation is that when you inhale vapor or smoke, uh, you are only getting one to two hours of relief of whatever your symptoms are. So for instance, if you are smoking, your relief is almost instant. Within 30 seconds to you know a minute or two, you're feeling relief, whether it's relief of anxiety, pain, or whatever your symptoms are. So the onset is very quick. However, it only lasts one to two hours. And this is why it's not really an effective method for everyone because People who are only using inhalation, they're having to smoke for a continued period of time. So every two hours or three hours, they're having breakthrough of their symptoms. Imagine if you have pain and you're at work, you cannot go outside and medicate every two hours. That may not be uh, possible where you work, or it may not be you know, feasible because of the type of work that you do. Maybe you don't have access to uh, you know, the, the supplies you need or, or the tools you need for inhalation. So the second method is sublingual. And sublingual can be drops that you put under your tongue. It could be a tablet that dissolves under your tongue. Um, it can also be a spray. And these sublinguals are usually, um, you put them under your tongue and you wait. Most of them say like 
15 to 30 seconds, maybe even a minute where you have this preparation under your tongue. And then once you absorb it, then you're feeling the symptoms maybe within 10 to 15 minutes. So it is a pretty quick onset still. And the duration is what is beneficial from sublingual preparation. So if you're using sublingual cannabis products, usually you'll get one to four hours of treatment one to four hours of relief. And that's better and more efficient and effective way of dosing yourself than inhalation. All right, we're gonna talk about edibles. Edibles are actually something that I really love. Um, the reason why is because they're discreet, uh, they're easy to transport most of the time um, if you're getting gummies and things like that. Um, and also there are, uh, are many out there that are microdosed. And what microdosing means is that you're using the smallest dose to treat your symptom. And so by using the smallest dose and starting off, for anyone who's starting off with edibles or tinctures or any formulations, my recommendation is starting between 2.5 milligrams and 5 milligrams uh, of cannabis. That's a starting point. You want to start low and slow. Um, and keeping in mind that when you're dosing yourself, you may try something and not feel anything right away because edibles don't actually metabolize as quickly and it could take 30 minutes to three hours for you to feel those effects. So I usually tell people when they ask me for my recommendations, I let them know that somewhere around the one to two hour mark, if you're not feeling the effects, then go ahead and add you know, another 2.5 milligrams. Um, if it's someone who's never tried edibles before, I always tell them start with 2.5 and then wait an hour or two and then go ahead and add another 2.5, wait another hour or two, see where you're at. And that usually will get them an idea of what they're needing to dose their symptoms. Every single person is different and that's why this is the best way to make sure you don't overindulge and end up with these <laughs> edible highs that I hear about all the time. Everyone's always talking about how they ate too much edibles and they had the worst you know, experience ever. And this is why it's important to have someone guide you through this process because while you're not gonna die from overconsumption of cannabis, you definitely are gonna have some symptoms that aren't great <laughs> and you're gonna have to just ride it out. Um, you know, you're, you're just going to have to be uncomfortable, lay in bed, take a nap and hope that you wake up and your, uh, you know, effects have worn off. So the other important part of consuming edibles is that while they take a long time to kick in, they also last a little bit longer. So that's the exciting part of edibles. With edibles, you can get four to eight hours of coverage for your symptoms. So a lot of times people will try to figure out why they can't stay asleep at night, even though they smoked and it made them sleepy and they were able to get to bed, they weren't able to stay in bed. So trying to help people when they come to me with those problems, I basically recommend that they try something like an edible that can give them that longer coverage through the night instead of just smoking and then having the wake-ups throughout the night. So again, we're still starting with the 2.5 milligrams and then we're seeing how that works and then adding from there. Um, the great part about edibles, if you're buying them from this dispensary, is that they should have how many milligrams 
are in this package. It should have total milligrams. And that's important because when you look at a cookie or you're looking at a bag of gummies, it tells you the entire dosage for that bag. And then if there's 20, just make sure you divide it by that. And then most of the time they should be able to dose out how much is in each of those gummies. But you wanna make sure that when you're looking at the milligrams on these packages that you're understanding, these are large doses. And so um, what I love, because I live in California and it is a legal state, is when you buy any of these items, they're usually scored in a way that you can tell, okay, this is one piece, this is 10 milligrams. And they are, the law is that they're not supposed to have any packages that are over 100 milligrams, um, but they do have higher dosages for medical marijuana patients. All right, so one of my most favorite methods of administering cannabis is through transdermal patches. And what I love about these patches is that they're discreet, they last all day, so you get about eight to 12 hours of relief, um, and they pretty much kick in within 10 to 15 minutes once you apply them. The only challenge with the transdermal patches is they are expensive. Um, per patch, it's probably like $10, $12 range here in California. And that's, I mean, $10 a day or $12 a day, it just sounds kind of pricey for my medication, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so what I do with the transdermal patches are these are the ones that save us when we're going to, you know, one of these kitty parks or, you know, attractions or spending the day at the beach, something that's gonna require me to be like out and about all day and I'm gonna be in a lot of pain and I need something to kind of help me make it through the day. And the fact that it lasts eight to 12 hours and I don't have to carry anything else with me for the day um, makes it so convenient. And then, Another method, which <laughs> where I'm gonna have a little story on this method is topical. So topical is similar to transdermal, but topical, you're putting it on the skin. These are lotions, oils, salves, ointments. So they're not gonna like penetrate the skin. These are for localized treatments. However, one of the things on this list is bath salts. And so I will let you know if you use bath salts like Epsom salts that have THC, you just wanna be a little bit cautious. <laughs> The topicals are, like I said, for localized treatment. My shoulder hurts, I rub this on, it's going to help, um, you know, things like that. The bath salts are meant for like soaking your feet and your hands, etc. cetera. Um, I did hear of a young girl who put the bath salts in the bath and then she went and took a bath and, you know, the vagina is very vascular. So there's a lot of blood flow down there, right? A lot of capillaries and and, and and vessels down there. So when she soaked in this tub, all those, all that mucosa was like, hey, this is <laughs> this is exciting. And it absorbed a lot of the bath salts. So what ended up happening is that she did have a psychoactive experience from this topical treatment because her body absorbed the bath salts internally. So this is very important. Also, your rectum has um, a lot of capillaries there as well. So this is why it's important to read everything that you're using, make sure that you understand the method, um, and then make sure that you have people around when you're consuming for the first time. This woman needed to have help getting out of the tub because she was so relaxed. Um, she just couldn't move. And it's a real thing. And like I mentioned before, you're not going to overdose from cannabis. Um, you will have extreme symptoms that may be uncomfortable, 
but you're not going to die from these symptoms and they will wear off um, eventually. Most people can just lie down, take a nap, and then they'll wake up and the symptoms are gone. But yes, it's important to know that these are actual experiences that people have. The last method that I'm going to talk about is suppositories. And similar to how the bath salts <laughs> were absorbed by this young lady, um, that's what suppositories are. You know, the suppositories come individually wrapped. You would insert them um, depending on if it's a vaginal or rectal suppository. The onset is 10 to 15 minutes and it can last four to eight hours. So there's so many different ways to consume cannabis. And part of my mission is helping people understand that they don't have to do it one way. And that one way is probably not going to help them get a full treatment of their symptoms because you, your method has to match your lifestyle. You have to be able, it's, it's like if someone is, um, you know, if someone is a, a diabetic and they're traveling around throughout the day and they need to have their syringes and their insulin and all these things, you know, it's not always convenient for them to have them. And they're trying to figure out, you know, the logistics around that. It's the same thing when it comes to this. It's medicine. You have to carry it, transport it certain ways. Each method requires its own, you know, way of storing it and preparation. So you have to kind of have a plan for your day. You know, as far as methods as well, like I mentioned before, a lot of people are against smoking. It's not that I'm against smoking, it's just not my preferred method. I don't enjoy smoke, I don't enjoy smoking. I don't enjoy, you know, knowing that I'm putting toxins into my body. That's the whole reason why I enjoy cannabis medicine because there's uh, so many benefits to it. Um, and I'm trying to create a holistic and uh, wellness-centered lifestyle for you know my household, my family, and myself. So um, when you guys are looking at different methods, you have to look at the methods that are not only going to you know jive with your lifestyle, but it also has to make sense for your symptoms. So if you are at work and you're trying to medicate anxiety, you know maybe having a sublingual tincture that you can have in the morning and then you know you can carry it with you in your bag if you needed it again at lunchtime or you know if it's a patch that's going to give you all day pain relief and then sometimes knowing that you're going to have to switch these up so for example with my shoulder pain right now the biggest benefits to um, these patches is not having to think about <laughs> doing anything because I can't lift my arm past a certain you know place. So it's really awkward for me to try to crush anything or I mean I am just not doing anything really. So the benefits to a patch is slap it on, forget about it. I don't have to you know re up anything throughout the day. And then you know with creating kind of a balance in your life of you know, what is the medications that you need? A lot of people use cannabis. It's not just for one symptom. So they do need something that's going to help them with anxiety during the day, but will need to focus. Um, and then in the evening time, they may need something that's going to help them kind of turn off their mind and go to sleep um, or help them with pain at night. Woo! All right. So we have talked about all different types of administration routes for cannabis. We talked about inhalation, which we said was smoking, vaping, or inhalers. 
And if you're using any of those vape items, I recommend dry vaping. And then if you're using oil cartridges, make sure you're getting them from a legal dispensary and that you're getting lab results and you're, you have access to you know how these were made. Sublingual is the drops or sprays under your tongue or tablets under the tongue. And then edibles, which is anything that you consume, candies or food items, transdermal patches, which I truly love, and the topical lotions and oils and suppositories. Guys, you have all of it. <laughs> There's so many different ways. There's no excuse for me getting all these messages about people who don't want to smoke. And then again, you want to match the duration of the relief with your lifestyle. So if you're trying to sleep at night and you want to stay asleep, you know, smoking is not going to be the thing. You're going to need something that's going to help you stay down um, longer. So maybe you need an edible or a tincture. And that's what I want you guys to start putting in your mind is it doesn't have to be smoking. There are other methods and that it's a uh, individualized preference on how you do this. And so to make sure that you guys have access to all of the different methods and information, I've included pictures as well of the various items that I've talked about today. Not that I am affiliated with any of these items, but I wanted to give you an idea of what's out there and at least so you can wrap your brain around what this looks like. You can go to the website at thekushners.com and you can find pictures and links for the various methods that we've talked about today. Okay, so before we end the show, I definitely want to talk about microdosing because it's exactly what I've been talking about this whole time. Everything that we're using, everything that I'm recommending, all the different methods, I recommend very low and slow dosing, right? So microdosing is, in effect, finding the therapeutic range for your symptoms. So it means that you're, you're trying to find the right dose that gives you the effect that you're hoping to get. So if you are microdosing, you're reducing the development of tolerance and any other negative side effects, such as people who dose too much and then they have anxiety or they dose too much and then they get sleepy depending on the strains. So the purpose of microdosing is to find out how much cannabis do I need to solve my problem or symptom <laughs> and you know what is the, the therapeutic range that helps me achieve that. So the way that we figure out the microdosing range for you or the microdose for you is starting off with a very low dose. So I usually recommend 2.5 milligrams and going up from there and seeing how um, you do, depending on the method is gonna depend on how quickly you would increase the dose. Example, with edibles, you would have to wait an hour or two even to see if the edible is working, if it's effective and if it's giving you the results that you are seeking. And then if it's not, at that point, you can go ahead and add another microdose to that. So let's say you start with 2.5 milligrams, you add another 2.5 milligrams in two hours because you weren't feeling anything. And then you wait again to see how the results are for you. And that's the way to help that your body doesn't build a resistance to uh, or a tolerance to cannabis. And also that your body is effectively using the, the THC or CBD or whatever um, cannabis that you're consuming. So why does all this matter? It matters because you don't want to waste money. And if you're experiencing any kind of symptoms, I'm sure you want relief now. So finding the right medication, the right route, and also understanding what your microdose or your therapeutic level of treatment is, is going to help you 
spend less money and get closer to relief than just willy-nilly going out there and just trying a bunch of things. I will put all this information on the website because I want you to be able to access it. Let me know if you have questions about anything we've talked about today. You can always message me through the site or you can find me on social media at The Kushners. I'm pretty much everywhere at The Kushners. Thank you. Thank you.